testing, testing. Welcome to Northbound Anime, Northbound Anime Episode 5, The Warren States. Kingdom, kingdom, kingdom. 700 chapters deep, and not once has it ever disappointed me, and honestly, it is just getting better. With the end of the Ekyo arc, new things are coming to Zhao, and let me tell you this. Zhao, you need to pull your shit together, because yo, you guys need to fix up immediately. You guys have been taking consecutive fat L's. And Ken, you need to prepare because Zhao is pissed, pissed the, fuck the fuck off. off. Trust me, daddy. Trust me. Trust me, daddy. Zhao is coming for your guys' heads and they are showing zero mercy. No mercy! Not once, but twice, but several times over, the Kin Dynasty has violated these guys. And the Zhao have had enough of it, especially after the current events that have taken place after this arc. My goodness, bro. RIP to all of those guys. RIP to all the surrender soldiers. May I have a moment of silence? No remembrance there. Because this, what took place is probably going to be said in kingdom history forever. Listen, Kanki is smoking on that Zhao pack. And the Zhao want that smoke bare carbon monoxide. And you know what? You know Conky. Conky's not even afraid of them. Conky wants that smoke. Conky. Conky. Conky is honestly here for it. He wants all the smoke. He's tired of the Zao guys. After what they did to Raido, he doesn't give a fuck anymore. This guy isn't even afraid of the king. Nigga ain't scared of anything. This guy is chefing man's up. He's called Conky the beheader for a reason. <sighs> Conky, man. You are more fucked up than I thought you actually were. You are the devil reincarnated. You are shrouded by darkness. You have seen hell. Matter of fact, you have seen something worse than hell. Because I don't know what's going through your head, dog, but what you just did was mush up. And I can't even tell you to fix up because I know you ain't scared of me. Matter of fact, I'm scared of you. Now, in the latest chapter, it was just revealed after the Ekyo invasion that Kin would finally be facing one of the most dangerous men that they've ever faced in their entire lives. From Zhao. Kin has been handing these guys L's from, let's say, chapter 100. And the most dangerous enemy is about to come out now. Okay. Stop the cap. But you know what? I honestly do believe there's some truth to that. Because keep in mind, bro, they still got the mastermind. The mastermind's hiding, but they still got the mastermind. And you guys know who I'm talking about. Any, any Kingdom fan knows exactly who I'm talking about. And when I'm talking about Zhao, you know exactly who I'm talking about, fam. This guy can give Olsen and Kanki a run for their money. You know what, let me give you guys a little introduction about what kingdom is. Let me give you a little appetizer. See, kingdom is an anime specifically about the warring states. At this time, China was not unified and different states were fighting against each other. This includes Qin, Zhao, Chu, Wei, Yan, Han. These countries have been fighting for years. Centuries, decades, millennia. The story mainly focuses on the Qin dynasty, especially the current king, my guy Aesei. This generation's king's goal is to unify China, but keep in mind, everyone in this story knows that that is a foolish idea because you want to know why it comes with bloodshed. It comes with pain. 
It comes with tyranny. It comes with people taking advantage of this whole bullshit. Shout out Kanki fam. But only the strongest will survive. And Ace is ready for it. With the help of everyone that lives in Kin and his best friend Shin, whose goal is also to become a great. But his goal is to become the greatest general of all in China. He will succeed. But trust me, there are multiple, many obstacles in Ace's way. Throughout the story, we get to see wonderful arcs. We get to see wonderful stories. Lots of events take place that make people just gravitate to the story itself. Let me give you an example. Like the first one was the Western Zhao invasion arc. <laughs> Osan versus Roboku. That was a that was a fire battle. Like they were using their heads. Oh, they were. They were using their heads. They were using their brains. The brain power was over 9,000! Kin finally succeeded in taking the city Gyo. And they were just that much closer to the capital of Zhao. The state of I arc, yo. And yikes, yo. This current king and Kin, yeah, he's got some uh, he's got some family problems. Let's just say that. She belongs to the streets. We even got to see a point where all the other states band together just to take down Kin. These guys were like. We are not doing one-on-ones anymore. We are jumping niggas, fam. Fight back, nigga! Fight back, nigga! Fight back! And these are just some of the amazing stories that we get to see in Kingdom. Once again, you know what? I'll definitely say this. I definitely recommend that you guys read or watch this anime. If you are into fights, if you are into knights, if you are into on-sites, you will like Kingdom. Back to the Ekyo invasion. This is the most recent arc, and the invasion has finally ended. Kanki got what he needed to do. Kin defeated Kocho. Kin is this close to reaching the capital of Canton. This close. Look. Them bitches close. But they have to pass through two cities. That is Hayo and Bujo. And even before reaching those cities, they have to face the Waking Tiger. Now, remember when I just mentioned to you guys that Ken is about to face the most dangerous man that they've ever faced in their entire lives. This guy, this waking tiger, he's been hyped up. He was hyped up a couple of chapters ago, way back. Let's say a couple of hundred chapters ago. And he's been known to be a person that was on the exact same level as Hoken and Riboku. So what does that tell you? He's a strong motherfucker. Okay? His strength is equivalent to the six great generals of Kin. In today's day and age, this guy is not playing around. He's here to put a stop to Kin. He's here to fuck up everything. He's tired of it. And this guy doesn't even like fighting. This guy just likes protecting his own hometown, his own city that he rules, Seika. But you know, hey, yo, the Zhao, the Zhao Prime Ministers, they gotta fix up. They gotta, they, they gotta suck this guy's dick, fam. They gotta give him something, because, like, yo, you guys have... Taking L's and you guys need a W. Help me. Help me. Nigga. If this guy can't do it, if Hokan couldn't do it, if Kojo couldn't do it, you guys are going to lose. But the reason why I say that's such a huge claim, because keep in mind, Kin handled Hokan. And we already know what Hokan did. <laughs> like, they lost Kojo. I mean, I lost Quan Rog, but like, in my opinion, he's personally irrelevant. Cause like, listen, if you get slain by a Hecky, bro, you're 
You're not a soldier. You're not that guy anymore. I don't even care how menacing you appeared in the first. If you die by a hecky, you are not it. Zhao is literally... Zhao is literally defenseless. These guys have no walls, no shield, no protector. But there's only one hope. The Waking Tiger, and his name is Shiba Shou. Once again, this guy's been kept low-key, but... Apparently, he's a strong guy because he was able to take 20,000 men with only 5,000 while he was protecting the eastern region of Zhao while fighting Yan. Have you guys seen the mountain tribe leader of Yan? He's a dangerous guy himself. He's a trickster. But this guy held him down with only 5,000 men. Man, what does that say about that character, though? Like, honestly, it's kind of disappointing. Like, you have 20,000 men and you lose to 5,000? That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense, but this guy was... Shiba Show was literally on some Leonidas shit. This guy said this was Sparta shit, bro. You let a guy like that defeat you? Disappointing. Kwasiasem. Ah! Here's a little theory of mine. Because keep in mind, there was one... There was one statement that was made way back. Way, way back. <laughs> Rebo knows Conky's weed. Stop the cap. A man that terrifying, that calm, that evil, has a weakness? Him? This guy doesn't even fear death. Yo, my nigga, are you dumb? Are you dumb? And a man like Rebo and I understand it. Like, when he says it, his words carry weight. Like, Rubico's not no pushover. Keep that in mind. He has W's too, but, you know, he was just foiled by, by Kin. <laughs> but, with all his L's, he managed to find Conky's weakness. Because Rubico knows his weakness, and we know that he's hiding, and if you guys want to know why he's hiding, it's because the Ninth King and Zhao is a weirdo. I don't know what's wrong with this guy, but like he just, he's a weirdo. And his son, his youngest son, is even more of a weirdo. But as of right now, because of some of the L's that Ribuko took, he was sentenced to death. Some of his men saved him, and he found asylum in Seika, where Shibusho was protecting. And no one fucks with Shibusho. He has the respect that he deserves. So no one's touching Ribuko. Especially now that Kocho's dead. And Conky was the one that did him in. They have no choice. And you know what the sad thing is too? I almost guarantee you no one who Ribuko is. He probably knew that Kocho was going to lose. Especially because Kocho was fighting Olsen and Conky. He knew it. And as you know what? I'll definitely say this. This is the one thing that I've noticed about Ribuko. As smart as he is. He always misses one step. And Conky, Olsen and other tacticians are always one step ahead of him. He always figures out the last plan too late. That is the most unfortunate thing by Rebuco. And it's not his fault. He's just human. He's not perfect. So all Rebuco can do now is give everything that he's thought of to Shiba Show. And Shiba Show has to be the guy to defeat Conky the Beheader. Now, Conky. Conky the Beheader. Now, <laughs> This is his nickname, but this is this is an understatement. This I don't know what the hell this guy is. You should call him Conky the Devil, Conky the Demon, Conky the King of Hell, bro. This guy is not no beheader, bro. This is something else, bro. This guy is a. 
don't, this, this guy's worse than every single evil human being that has ever existed on earth, fam. And if there are people like this guy, god damn it, fam. Look, what a what goes through your mind? Like, is this nature versus nurture, bro? What like crazy? This is why I need to see a side story. Like, what did Conky see when he was younger, bro? Because like, how do you treat human beings like this and like just smile, crack a smile, and, and enjoy things like this? We know that Ribiko is talking to Shiba Show. So we know that Shiba Show knows Conky's weakness. So therefore, by proxy, by process of elimination, if you use your brain. Shiba Show might kill Conky. And we all know right now that under no circumstances can, can ever lose if Conky's still alive. If Conky lives, Ken will never die. And that is just a fact. That is so much of a fact that when Conky committed these crimes, he just got a warning. He just got a slap on the wrist. Conky is the man that stands atop all the mountain bandits in the Kin dynasty. From the Saki clan, the Zeno clan, the Naki clan, the Shuma clan, you name it. This guy stands on top. Everyone's scared of him. And if not being scared of him, they have respect for the guy, and I don't know what it is. He is the only one that can keep them at bay. These guys kill, these guys steal, these guys rob, these guys pillage, these guys do other acts that I have to keep PG, because if I say it, I'm going to get canceled. This man is extremely brutal and shows zero mercy to anyone. I, I don't even know. You know what? I don't even think he would show kids mercy. I don't think he shows kids mercy. I do not think he shows kids mercy too. It doesn't matter who you are. You can be man, woman, child, dog. You, if you see Conky, run away. Go five steps the other way. Because if you don't, you're going away. This guy enjoys torturing, beheading. Inciting fear on his ops fam. Oh my god. Like. I'm still not even over what he did to Kisui. What he had the, the Saki clan do to this guy bro. Oh my god. Like. This guy just loves creating enemies for himself. And I don't get it. Like he, he, he enjoys it. Personally I don't even think he cares about the King dynasty. He's just. He's just using them. He's just using them because he knows he's a great tactician. He knows he's a great warrior. He knows he has the mountain bandits by his side and he keeps them in control. So, technically, it'd be stupid for the kid not to use him. It just... I think he only joined the army to fill his enjoyment of killing people. He is literally just a general because this title gives him the most power to do anything that he wants to do. And, and you know what? Don't get me wrong. Even though I'm painting this guy to be a bad guy, even though he is a bad guy, he has amazing feats. He cannot be stopped. It's just that the way he goes about it is just, it's mad. No other general, no other general would actually do the things that he does. I don't even think Olsen would do it. And the crazy thing is too, he's surprisingly always calm. Like there's only a rare scenario where you really see him angry. And when he's angry, he doesn't even show his anger. He just does fucked up shit. To me, he has two personalities. He has his calm... Actually, he has a couple of personalities. He has his calm self. He has his playful self. He has his lustful self. But when he's... When something has ticked him off... Because you know what? He has lost a little bit. There are times when he's having a tactician battle... And you know what? He's lost. But when he switches to the beheader... Things, things go left. He just... It just goes from 0 to 100 real quick. Real, real quick. Like... 
This guy literally beheaded 100,000 surrendered South soldiers. This was one of the greatest massacres of all time. I... That's what Conky did. Conky actually wiped them from existence. And you know what? I get it. Like, if you actually read the chapter and you actually have your own perspective on it, I get it. Based on Conky's plan, a lot, of pe a lot more soldiers actually surrendered than expected. I get wanted to kill them all. And I know there's a possibility of them banding together to come back and kill, but... First off... He had his soldiers act as if they were from the Olsen army. Secondly, made them think that they were going to be let go. And last but not least, killed them all. Beheaded them. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. You know what? Lo looking back, like... Koto took the right way out by killing himself because if... If Conky grabbed you and got a hand of you, it would be over. It'd be, it'd be GG, fam. It'd be GG. Zhao, you need to run this up because this disrespect cannot be tolerated anymore, bro. I saw that chapter where all the people from Zhao were crying after they figured out that no soldiers were coming back. You need to run this shit up. I need, I need to see Carnage on your side, too, because... Ken got to lose someone, bro, because it's unfair. And the only reason he did that is because it was one of the times when he actually did get angry, but and it was because Raido ended up dying. But keep this in mind, you know, one thing I can kind of re relate to Hunter x Hunter, if you guys have ever watched that, is the Phantom Troop had this exact same ideology. You guys are people that kill people. You guys commit massacres. But then for whatever reason, you guys... You guys have sympathy for the people that you're together with. I just find that too hypocritical because it's like, why can't you extend that exact same compassion, that exact same sympathy to the people that you are, you're fighting? You get what I mean? Like, there's a, there's, I think there's a certain way to go about things when you're fighting in the war. But to Conky, he don't give a fuck. It still shakes, it, 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 it's still my, it's still, I cannot wrap my head around the fact that Mogul was able to control this guy. He was able to keep a monster like this at bay. And for whatever reason, Kanki actually has respect for Mogu. That's the weird thing. And you know what? <laughs> I think it's because Mogu would have literally given this guy the beats and all the mountain banners. Because, yo, if, you see the coalition word? There's a reason why Mogu is that strong, bro. Because Mogu, big mountain. And you know what? Even though he does all these evil acts, I still kind of like him. I don't know. I, maybe it's just the way he's drawn, the way he moves, the way he's not scared, all his plans. Uh, I can't deny that I like him. He just he thrills me. Once my guy Ace the King caught wind of his actions, this guy was moving like a real king. This guy was pissed the fuck off too. My man was so cheesed, this guy banded together, brought the royal fleet, the royal guards. And you know what Conky said? Do you know what Conky said? Meet me outside. Catch me outside, fam. Catch me outside, how about that? And when they met, looked eye to eye, this guy had his feet on the table and said, what? Run up, what are you gonna do about it? The king looked him dead in the eye and asked him, why did you commit these actions? You know what this guy said? No reason. I felt like it. I'm like, yo, is this guy mad? This guy, this guy crazy, this guy silly. 
When I tell you my heart was beating and it was beating so fucking fast, bro, I was like, oh my God, Conky, you're going to die. Chill, chill. This guy, the audacity. This guy put his feet on the table and said, sniff my feet, fam. Sniff my feet. The one thing I liked is that we were able to see that Ace got a reality check. Conky laughed at him and said that you're the king. If anything, he has the most bodies, which in some way, honestly, Conky's right. In some way, you can say that, Ace, this is your fault. You're the reason why there's war. You're the reason why there's bloodshed right now. You're the reason. You're the reason why Zhao had to go down. Because you have a goal that you want to accomplish. You knew the risks. You knew the consequences. You knew what was going to happen. Now, I understand. You weren't expecting Conkey to do what he did, but keep in mind, every general has their way. This guy hit him with the Uno reverse card, though. The card I this guy's like, reverse, reverse. This guy's like, excuse me? You killed these guys. I knew this shook ASA, but it was good because now he knows that this path is not an easy one. He got to see with his own eyes what some generals will do. But it also goes to show you that Conky has power because he just got a slap in the wrist. And he did get a warning, though. And I do believe that ASA will kill him if he commits such actions again, but he just got a slap in the wrist, though. Personally, I thought he was going to be imprisoned. I already thought he was going to be exiled, but... <laughs> Personally, prison is probably the easiest option because if he's put in prison for some time, maybe two to five years, okay, good. The Royal Fleet fights the Mountain Bandits. They disband for a little bit. They cause ruckus. Okay, good. They wait for Conky to come out. And, and you know what? It is what it is. But if they exile this guy, bro, you got to kill this guy ASAP. Because, like, yo, if this guy goes to Chu Wei or any other state, bro, it's over for Kin. It's, it's over for Kin. Every, every, every city's going down. So I, And I think ASA knew this, so that's why he gave him a slap on the wrist and said, hey, if you do this again, you's going to die. But that goes to show you how strong of a character Conky is because this guy knew that when he committed this action, he was more than likely going to die. But he doesn't fear death and I think that's what keeps him calm. He's a man that has somewhat accepted his actions and knows that one day he will perish, one day he will suffer. But until that day, he's just going to keep on doing what he's doing. I know this was tough on the guy. I know this was tough on the king, but you got to hold that fat L. You... You know Conky's a very essential general. You need the guy. Without him, Kin can't survive. But yo, key note. The person from the Saki clan that he's been talking to and giving orders to, that's a ting. That's a, that's a ting. This guy is slapping it. This guy has been back in it. I, and I know this. <laughs> knowing that she's from the Saki class, she likes some crazy sex. Like, she likes some near-death experience. Especially if you're fucking conky. What? That's crazy. Oh, my goodness, bro. Like, she's a... Yo, she's vile, too. This crazy ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> 